Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Radio you can touch. That can only mean one thing. This is the Bob and Jeff Show. You, you seem to know all the players in this poorly acted farce. What do they call that one? Bob Lutz. I've known you your entire life. There's no one who knows less about football. Jeff Lutz. I think now. every bowl game from now on should be named after something you can put in a bowl. Like raisins, orange bowl's fine, sugar bowl's okay, but no tax slayer bowl. You can't put that in a bowl. You can envision a bowl of raisins. You call yourself a man. I wait for you. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. <laughs> All right, we are back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Cardinals, in case you're wondering, now down 8-5. They were a strike away uh, from winning this game against the Giants. They've been putrid for a long time. Uh, They gave up a two-run homer, then they gave up three in the top of the tenth. And uh, if this this club is not uh, torn apart after this game today, I'm going to I kind, of, I kind of agree with you on that. This kind of seems like the, the low point, the breaking point, the boiling point, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm going to drive to St. Louis tonight and uh, make my thoughts known. Mike Furches with us. We're talking top 10 Wednesday. Mike's list is favorite vacation spots that he's been to. Mine, my top 10 Don Henley solo songs with the caveat that I have, caveat that I have to pick one song from each of his five solo albums. At least one. Uh, and Jeff, his favorite players, if he'd been alive in 1932, one from the big leagues, one from the Negro leagues. Let's start with you. All right. Let's go number 10. A favorite player of yours, you believe, uh, from 1932 in the big leagues? Well, uh, number 10 is a young man. You want to talk about over underrated players. He was one. Uh, Pinky Whitney. Here's what Pinky. This list may be uh, due to us. What this rally by the Giants is doing. The here's what Pinky Whitney did between 1928 and 1932. He batted 312. He only hit 48 home runs in those five years, so about nine a year, ten. But he had 533 RBIs. So he was a Tommy Herr type. He's gonna he's gonna hit your doubles. Is this? Are you gonna go this long on every? player because we don't have time well you don't you don't know pinky whitney so i'm telling you about him and i would have liked pinky whitney because i like that kind of player and uh, over in the negro leagues i'm going to give you rap dixon who didn't play much in 1932 uh, but had some nice years before and after there you go uh if you're still listening uh let's go to mike Furches for his <laughs> top 10 vacation good, good spot. pick 
Go, uh, Mike. Number 10, I, I like the list, Jeff. I like to talk about it later sometime. But anyway, my number 10 on my uh, is New York City. I actually do love New York City. I love the theater. And there's ways you can do New York on the cheap. And uh, I've been there a number of times, uh, probably about five different times to New York City, and loved every single one of them. Never done it on the cheap. I'd be curious to know how you pulled that off, but we'll talk about that another time. What'd they do in New York when you told them you wanted to go to the theater? I go to the I go to the tickets place off of Times Square, and I I, I just making fun speaking. of your pronunciation, yeah. Mike. Oh, he's just he's he's, just, uh, he's, here, he's here's what you need to know today. about Jeff. Here's what I want you to understand about Jeff. If he can make you feel a little lower, he feels a little higher. Okay. Yeah. He's got one that way to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, number 10 on my list of my favorite Don Henley solo songs. Uh, boy, I forgot the number of these. This is not good. There's number one. Why don't you talk amongst yourselves? Oh, well, good grief. We like, Mike and I come to this prepared and feeling good and having done a little thought and some homework and you know, examined our lives up to this point. Yeah, I get it. And and I apologize, but here yeah. I am. I'm almost ready. Uh, I'm you surprised are, you I count mean, up. Yeah. I mean, Jeff, I mean, essentially you're doing two lists as well. I mean, you, you did twice the work. Yeah, right. Yeah. Thank you. Here's uh, uh, number uh, 10 on my list. And this, this comes from his most recent solo offering, which is now what? Eight, nine years seven, ago. Yeah. Eight, almost. Uh, Cass County. And the song is called The Cost of Living, his duet with Merle Haggard. Uh, I love that song. It's a good song. So there's number 10 on my list of Don Henley's solo songs. I did not get Max to play them because I don't want to put that on Max. Well, a lot of them aren't even available online because Don Henley. Nine, uh, Number nine on your list of favorite players you believe you would have liked from 1932 both the big leagues and the negro leagues he was uh, on the decline a little bit by 1932 but a big power hitter and played on those gas house gang cardinals teams and that would be jim bottomley yeah you would have liked jim bottomley i think so all-time great cardinal uh number number nine and, on uh, your negro leagues list and willie wells willie wells yes oh. Nothing else about Willie. Just well, I'll give you some stuff about Willie. He played absolutely forever from the night from 1924 to 1948, and he led the league in just about everything in any in some given year. There you go. Uh, number nine, Mike, for you on your list of cities that you've enjoyed visiting for vacation. Well, this actually isn't a city, but it's a location, Acadia National Park in Maine. Uh, for people that have been there, they will strongly agree with me. For people that have never been there, they just don't understand. But that beach area, the rocks, the formations, the starfish, the seals, everything there is just unforgettable. It's just it's a gorgeous, gorgeous area. Acadia National Park in Maine. Yeah, I should have gone to Maine when I was up at the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, I messed up. I, I made it to New Hampshire and Vermont. I just drove into those states. I believe I had... Uh, a little lunch in New Hampshire, but uh, did did not make that extra seventy five to a hundred mile drive up to Maine, which I should have done. Oh well. Uh, number yeah. nine on my list of my favorite Don Henley solo songs from Building the Perfect Beast, which was a great record. Uh, I think it's Henley. Well, I think it's his second best album. Uh, Driving with your eyes closed. 
You do like that one. I do like that one. I don't know what it means, but I like it. Yeah, it's okay to not know what songs mean sometimes. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, number eight, Jeff, on your list of players from the year 1932. I guess you picked the 50 years before your birth that you think you would have liked. Yeah, I think I would have liked Carl Hubble. Carl Hubble, right-handed pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. I think I would have found strikeouts to be incredible, and he had generally the most. It's not like he was striking out a guy in inning, but he was striking some dudes out. Uh, I think he's the guy in the All-Star game, right? Or was that Carl Mays uh, who struck out all the guys in the All-Star game? Um, so Carl Hubble is the pitching representative. And over on the Negro Leagues uh, side, Double Duty Radcliffe. Double Duty Radcliffe. Who was playing in 1932. Yeah, I've heard of him. So good one. Uh, Mike, number eight on places you have visited on vacation that made a, uh, an impact for you. Another place that's just absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, the whole surrounding area, Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Uh, that's hard to do that one on the cheap unless you've got somebody that you're rooming with. But a very beautiful area and uh, absolutely a gorgeous lake that you can see through that water for so many feet. It's unbelievable. So Lake Tahoe, Nevada. If you haven't made the drive, if you haven't made the drive around Lake Tahoe, oh yeah, uh, you've missed out on, on one of America's great journeys yeah. in my opinion I uh, totally agree. and also totally agree. i'm going to throw this in there in that general area you need to go to virginia city yeah because but, you know virginia city was made famous on the television show bonanza and virginia city is a very very cool place and you stop in genoa to visit the oldest bar in nevada the longest lasting bar and uh, and I totally Virginia City itself is the considered the most haunted city in America, and it's almost like you're stepping back in time. After dark, the streets are empty. There's no one after dark in that city. So totally agree with you, Bob. Uh, number eight on my list: my favorite Don Henley solo efforts, also from Building the Perfect Beast. You're not drinking enough. Oh, I love that. Song. And as you were talking about the bar in Genoa, I thought. My, one of my favorite places to be for the first 60 years of my life uh, is, was in a bar. There's nothing like it. I enjoy it. Uh, that's where, where people gather. Uh, if I was socially active, uh, a lot of that was happening inside a bar, having a beer or two, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah I, I call a bar the, the working man's church because just the relationships and everything, it's not a bad not a bad place to visit. Cheers was right. Everybody, where everybody knows your name. Yep. My wife does not like that song. Doesn't like it. Yeah, but you know, she knows there's no besmirching Don Henley in the house, but so she just says, it's not my favorite. That's how she states it. She doesn't like a Don Henley or an Eagles song. Well, I mean, it, you know, whatever. Uh, number seven on your list of players you believe you would have liked had you been 50 years earlier. Or even more, 1932. Yeah, 50 years before my birth. Um, I have to account for the possibility that I would have somehow found my way to then the Cleveland Indians. So I'll take their uh, top player at that time, who was Earl Averill. Earl Averill, one of the greats. Yes, of, of course, Earl Averill. Yeah. Uh, on the Negro League side. We're going to go with Turkey Stearns. Turkey Stearns, another one I've heard of. 
Yeah, these were all. We're not giving much historical reference to these folks, but uh, these are. Turkey Stearns, a 348 career average. He drove in 126 runs in 94 official uh, recorded games in 1925. He played 18 years. Uh, and he was one of the huge, huge stars of the early. And when he early. when he went to the plate, everybody in the ballpark went gobble, 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 gobble. Oh, that's respectful. <laughs> I mean, that's just what's, how. What's this? Uh, his, his nickname was Turkey. I, well, we don't know why. Uh, I called him Norman. Uh, I, have, I guarantee. I guarantee you. Thank you, Mike. There, there's somebody going gobble. Oh, what's the name like Turkey? No, no offense <laughs> to him. Out just, loud. Yeah, yeah, that's just a given. Uh, number seven for you, Mike, on your list of your favorite vacation destinations: the Black Hills in South Dakota. Everything from Deadwood to Sturgis oh. to Mount Rushmore. Again, a gorgeous area. Driving through the Needles uh, Park, it, it's just I love the Black Hills. Yeah, it's unlike anything. I, I would highly recommend everybody head up to South Dakota. Uh, it's remarkable. Uh, number seven on my list of my favorite Don Henley songs, uh, I Can't Stand Still. Really? Produced this song. Oh, I was about to say. And it's called Talking to the Moon, which I absolutely love and always have. It's a nice song. From the moment, the moment I heard it. I was about, if if I can't stand still the songs on your list. No, I, I mean, I'm giving you the album. It's a fine song, but let's be real. Uh, number six, Jeff, on your list of Major League Baseball players you believe you would have uh, gravitated toward uh, had you been around in 1932. Yeah, this guy had a huge rookie season, dropped off a little bit, and then had three really big seasons, uh, and then kind of dropped off a lot so a little bit of a flash in the pan but a great early career and that is wally Berger. what, what made wally Berger? what just i just you know thought that i'd like this guy he was, he was uh he was a he was a bopper 38 homers 119 I rbis a home run in his rookie year of 1930 and then uh 1932 i think i would have been rooting for him hey wally let's get back to uh your top form a lot of good Wallies in the history of Major League Baseball. Sure. Uh, Mike, number six on your list of vacation destinations. It wasn't for the beach, but it was for the golf. Uh, I got to play about 36 holes a day over the course of a week, and I love it. Best golf courses in the country for the cheap Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. If you've ever been to, if you love yeah, to that's play on golf, my list. If you love to play Myrtle Beach, you must visit. My golf days are mostly behind me, but uh, I always had that on my list of a place I would have loved to have, go, to have gone. And uh, for whatever reason, it didn't happen, and I'm kicking myself over. Thanks for bringing up that memory. By the way, uh, number six on my uh, Negro Leagues list, Judy Johnson. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it was my bad, too. I forgot. Judy Johnson. Speed guy. You know what they said when Judy went to the plate? He's a punching Judy hitter. Judy, Judy, Judy. Max, right, are we Duber. off the air? <laughs> All right, Duber. <laughs> See, Mike gets it. That's, That's so bad. <laughs> That's Goober's impersonation of who on the uh, Andy Griffith show. 
Cary Grant, isn't it? Judy, Judy, Judy. Yeah, Cary, <laughs> it's my Cary Grant. Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> uh, poor Jeff just uh, doesn't get it. I mean, it. I guess it's funny if you put it into some context, but not initially, no. Poor Jeff just doesn't get it. I was uh, laughing number six on <laughs> Number six on my list, also from the end of the Innocence record, not also, this is the first one, but several to come, which I think is Don Henley's best album by far, The Last Worthless Evening. Love it. That might be my number one. Oh, I don't think it is. Uh, I think you just go by the seat of your pants. and that's Well, it's either that or Lila. Those are the two songs I never, ever, ever, ever I love Lila, too. It didn't make my list. Uh, didn't make my list. Or Month of Sundays. That's also. Yeah, those are good. Those are good songs. A Month of Sundays yeah. isn't on your list? No. Oh, my God. No, I got a great list. Uh, I, got to- I got five left, as oh. we all do. Oh, dear. And we'll take a break and come back and give those to you. This is the Bob and Jeff Show. Mike Furch is sitting in, as he does each and every Wednesday, or most of them, to help us with our pop culture segment and our top ten Wednesday list. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Steve Winwood, song about a girl named Valerie. Yeah, that's I requested this yesterday. Good job, Max. Top 10 Wednesday continues with our list. Mike is doing his 10 
vacation destination spots. Jeff worked very hard on a list that, frankly, is not hitting home. It's not? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Nobody's heard of these people. No one's heard of uh, Wally Berger? Not really, in, in the in the scheme of things. Well, uh, the rest it, of the guys people will have heard Players of. he believes would have been his favorites had he been around in 1932. And my, I'm going with my top ten favorite Don Henley solo songs. Uh, let's get back to Jeff. Number five, who's a player from the 1932 big leagues that had you been kicking around at that time, you you would have liked him. I think I really would have liked uh, Babe Herman. Babe Herman. Yeah, not Babe Ruth, because I wouldn't have been a Yankees fan. Babe Herman, a big-time Cub. I, thought he was I don't a, know why you'd have liked a Cub. I thought he was a Dodger. No, well, who babe, am I thinking of? I don't know who you're thinking of. Wasn't Babe Herman a Cub? Maybe, but I don't know. I I had him in my brain as a Dodger, when I and when I saw his stats, I didn't really notice the team. He played for the Dodgers. In 32, he was with uh, the, the Reds, played for the Cubs later. Uh, but, yeah, he had 19 triples, 16 homers, batted 326, walked more than he struck out. Uh, so I think I really would have enjoyed Babe Herman. And on the Negro League side, you get a power hitter by the name of Mule Suttles. Well, 1932, he played for the Reds. That's what Babe I said. Herman. Uh, hit a lot of triples, uh, which is interesting uh, because he didn't steal a lot of bases, but he hit a lot of triples. wonder why that is. Aggressive base. I don't know. He was fast. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, they didn't steal many bases back then. I looked that up, too. There weren't a lot of guys stealing bases. There were a few. He had but... five years consecutively, six, no, five. Where he had 13, 11, 16, 19, and 12 triples. That's a lot of triples. He did hit a lot of triples. I think I would have uh, enjoyed his brand of baseball. All right, Mike, number five on your list of vacation destinations. If I'm not mistaken, it is the most visited vacation destination in America. Uh, it's in Upper Tennessee, Western North Carolina, also known as the Great Smoky Mountains. Ton of stuff to do there from Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge on up to the Nolichucky River, which I posted about the other day that you can ride one of the top 10 rated uh, river raft companies in the country or rivers in the country. Just, it's a gorgeous area and there's just so much to do. So, uh, the great smoky mountains and I pretty Tennessee, Western North Carolina. Uh, that's a, that's another one I like. Uh, good one. Uh, number five on my list of my favorite Don Henley solo songs. Uh, this one played at my wedding. I thought we picked two great songs to play. We, one of them was For My Wedding uh, by Don Henley. The other was Everything is Different Now because everything was different now after I met Debbie. It's from the Inside Job uh, record, and it's number five on my list of my favorite Don Henley songs. Beautiful. You like that song? Of course. Yes. But you apparently don't love it. It wouldn't have been probably in my top ten. I can't say for sure, but unlikely. But it probably would have been, I would have written it down for consideration. That's too bad. Number four on your list of your favorite Major League Baseball players, had you been around in 1932? The great Goose Goslin. Mm. Yeah, Goose Goslin is a fantastic player. Fantastic. What do you like about him? Uh, I like that he combined... Uh, the power with the batting average by 32, he wasn't uh, 
doing a ton. Uh, but he did still hit 17 homers and bat 104 and bat or uh, drive in 104 runs and bat 299. So still a really really good year, not quite up to his previous standards, but he was still making things happen for the St. Louis Browns in 1932. Yeah, played for the Washington Senators, drove in 1,612 runs in his career, finished his career with 2,700 plus hits. MVP voting three times in the top ten. A very good player. Hall of Famer, but only one time in the All-Star game because, well, they didn't have All-Star games when he played. Yeah. Mike, uh, number four on your list of your favorite vacation destination spots. This one is, It's not real touristy, but also, it's still a beautiful area. Yeah, go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. I forgot to name my Negro Leagues player, uh, and that would be Cool Papa Bell. Only four. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. My kind of guy, though. uh, Super fast, pitched a little, played center field, dominated. All right, number four, Mike. Number four, it's not super touristy, but still is a great destination for the family. Pensacola, Florida. Uh, I I love that whole area of the beach uh, around Pensacola. A lot of historical things in Pensacola. Yeah. I've never been to that part of Florida. I've never been to the panhandle of Florida. So that. That would be a new spot for me. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, Number four on my list of my favorite Don Henley solo songs from I Can't Stand Still, Dirty Laundry. Yeah. Waiting for the crowd reaction. I I love Dirty Laundry. I love when they broke it out live. Don't do it anymore, but I really love the live version because they did the three guitar solos at the end, and I love that. Well, sure. Uh, number three, Jeff, on your list of your favorite big leaguers that you would have gravitated toward in 1932. He was the MVP of the National League in 1932, and I don't typically go to just the guy, but I was fascinated by his career because he won the Triple Crown. Uh, He had a huge home field advantage in Philadelphia, and that was Chuck Klein. I've I've always sort of enjoyed looking up Chuck Klein. He had some really, really good years and fell off, uh, but still a Hall of Famer. And well, I mean, Negro I don't League. know what... They... Yeah, your Negro League player. Oh, my Negro League's player is Satchel Page. Only three? Yeah. Three. Wow. Interesting. The last two is quite interesting on the Negro League. Well, I bet you can probably guess them. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I, I know who they are. You do? Sure. Number three, uh, Mike, on your list of vacation spots. It's only about 70 miles east of of, uh, Pensacola, but Fort Walton Beach in Destin. Uh, Now, that is touristy now, but it is a fun, fun location for snorkeling, diving, fishing, all kinds of things. I think the most fun fishing I ever had was deep sea fishing out of Fort Walton Beach. And then going to the shark tournament uh, in Destin was quite amazing as well. So Fort Walton Beach, Destin you got to include them together. All right. Right there. Yeah. That should be one vacation, Mike. Well, you can easily spend a week in Fort Walton Beach and Destin. Pensacola, I think you can see probably in three days. So it's they all they all have their time that they need. So, but, yeah, all it's right. a great destination. I like it. Yeah, everybody goes to Destin now. Didn't used to. Never been. Sixty bucks one way to fly into Destin. 
hundred twenty dollars round wow. trip. It's hard to it's hard to beat that. <laughs> yeah. Number three on my list of favorite Don Henley solo songs from the End of the Innocence album, The End of the Innocence. Where you at on Little Tin God? Not a big fan. Really? It's fine. Not in, not even in this category. Well, it's a, you say I mean, it's it, his best album. Yeah, but oh, look at that! It's the end of the innocence. Max uh, anticipated, but, but it's not even in this realm. So a little tin god's fine. So, so basically, it's Don Henley's best album on the strength of two songs, no, and, it's, and it's then the one good. I said it's fine. And the one you'll name later. Do you like Shangri-La? Not really. Do you like Give Me What You Got? Yeah, I like that one. You like How Bad Do You Want yeah, It? Yeah, I like that one. And do you like If Dirt Were Dollars? Yeah, I like that one. Me too. That's a good one. Yeah, I like all those. These aren't the, the, the ones you mentioned. Not that crazy about I Will Not Go Quietly. Yeah, I liked it. It's a little overdone. But it's all, it's all it's good. It's got Axl Rose in it. Uh, why are you say, Oh, Jeff. <laughs> what? If, if you love someone as much as Jeff loves Don Henley, you are a blessed person. I was just explaining that it's going to be a little hard rock. You want to fight me? I do, kind of. Uh, where are we? Number uh, two or three, two? I don't know. Mike, did you give number three? I did give number three, I think. I just gave number three. Uh, so, Jeff, we're at number two on your list of, if you'd been around in 1932, these players, one from the big leagues, one from the Negro leagues, are players you would have really liked. Yeah, um, number two in the big leagues, or in now they call it the American slash National League, uh, Mel Ott. Mel Ott. Yeah, I think I would have liked him, even though he was super, super good. And that's not usually my yeah, taste. big-time home run hitter, 500-plus. Yeah, most of those really early in his career. Uh, and who's the Negro League uh, The player? Negro League's player is going to be Oscar Charleston. Yeah, I, I figured you'd go for Oscar. I have a book about him, and I need to read it. Uh, number two for you, Mike, on your number list two. of vacation spots. Again, love this Hot area. Spots. Love this area, especially in the uh, wintertime. Palm Springs, California. It is, uh, it's the talk desert, about a, but it's gorgeous. Talk about a pretty penny to go there. Yeah. If you, uh, I don't have if you it. go, it's going to it's going to cost a few dollars. If you go, there's no doubt about it. But it's a uh, it's a fun fun trip. Yeah, I've never been to Palm Springs. Uh, never. Uh, now you got me thinking about that. Maybe someday. Yeah. Uh, number number two on my list. Wait, I already did number two. No, no I didn't. I did number three. Number two on my list. From building the perfect beast, Boys of Summer. That's uh, my wife's favorite. You can, it's got to be on your list. It's, it's good. It's the most commercially successful Don Henley song. Well, probably, yeah, by far. There it is. Although Into the Innocence won him a, a Grammy. That's not what I'm talking about. I, I think said commercially I successful. I understand, but I think this song won a Grammy, too. Oh, I was young in those days. Uh, Almost 30? Yeah. That was a uh, lot of upheaval in my life around this time. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember it well. We won't get into that. <laughs> the it, Boys of Summer? It did close Sports Daily. Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. 
That was Tom's. Uh, yeah, Tommy's in the studio. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Uh, number one now, your list, Jeff, of big leaguers you would have uh, enjoyed had you been there in 1932. This is kind of the impetus for the list itself. Uh, just thinking about uh, players from back then. Uh, and, man, I hope I would have liked him. Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox. Double X, they called him. Well, I don't know why you wouldn't have liked him. Because he was just so, so good. Like, did everyone just love all the great players? Probably. Probably. I don't know. I never saw Jimmy Fox. Well, neither did I. All right, Mike, you're and, number uh, one. And uh, number one in Negro Leagues. Who is it? Well, I hope I hope it's Buck O'Neill. Well, he was he didn't play in 1932. Well, I hope it's who? Well, the guy who shares my birthday, Josh Gibson. Josh Gibson. Hard to hard to argue that. Uh number 1 Mike on your vacation hotspot list. This place is such a hot spot they visit. When people visit, a lot of them catch what they call red rock fever and they don't want to leave and a lot of them end up moving there, Sedona, Arizona. Uh when I visited, I, I, I didn't want to leave. I could I could have stayed there and made it my home. But I love Sedona, Arizona. Just absolutely gorgeous, beautiful. If you love westerns, I don't know how many movies with John Wayne and others were made in Sedona, but there's a ton of them. Interesting. Never been to Sedona either. Uh, probably ought to make that happen. I don't know. I'll talk to my wife. Is that, does that interest you, the John Wayne aspect of it? Some of it. Yeah. Uh, number one on my list of favorite Don Henley songs from the end of the innocent. You don't need to look down. You know what your heart of the matter is. Not is uh, clearly my favorite Don Henley song, and probably my favorite song of all time. Well, it was number one when you made your top one hundred. Right. There, there it, is. it is. Beautifully written, great instrumentals. And anything Don Henley sings is going to well, be fantastic. Not, I mean, yeah. And Can I talk about him? You're you're getting a little jealous. It's not that an I'm easy song. Talk. It's not an easy song well, I to handle sing. It very well. No, you don't. No, I do it very well. And I'm not saying I'm up to the caliber, but it's just constant. There's no break. I did it very well. It's just back singing, in the day. singing, 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 singing. No, I just I was I was very good at it. No, you weren't because you. Yeah, you'd have that sound. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Mike, thoughts as we uh, take it take it to a break. Uh, my thought would be uh, I want to go back and check some of Jeff's list, see about some of his players, and uh, folks go on and have a great day, have a great weekend. It's coming up, and uh, let's get over hump day. We always enjoy you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, guys. Jay Delling, media coordinator for the Wichita Open. I hope I got that title right. You may be. You may own that thing by now, Jay. I'm not sure. Oh, I can be director of, you know, bathroom maintenance. I'll, I'll answer to just about anything, as you know. <laughs> well, how long have you been, now been uh, with the Wichita Open? All 34 years, believe it or not. Incredible. Started as a t- well, it's a – yeah. <laughs> you, you started out at rolling at, uh, at Reflection Ridge, right? Back in 1990, you were around back then too. I've been around. I was around in the 1890s. People don't <laughs> understand that. Uh, so we got a. It, it's always a staple of the summertime here in Wichita. It starts tomorrow. You've had lots of events going on uh, preceding it. This is the first tournament 
uh, without Roy tournament uh, Roy Turner as the tournament director, which is kind of weird. Uh, how's it going? It's it's going great. I mean, we're used to watching Roy take some naps under trees, but he's actually pretty alert this week. He's he, he jumps on the uh, the two way radio every now and then just to to make sure we know he's he's still around because he doesn't officially retire till the end of this month. But no, it's glad to see him him here. Dusty Buell has done a a beautiful job in 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 leading this. Uh, this effort to uh, bring this million-dollar event uh, back to Wichita. Jay, I'm going to sound like I uh, know anything about golf and say, well, how's the course shaping up? Uh, how did the <laughs> rain overnight affect those greens? Are they playing a little faster today? And uh, what might the incoming per- weather perhaps uh, do to some conditions out rain, there? Rain would cause greens to play a little slower. But See, well, my, they're faster to me. <laughs> Well, instead of golf carts this morning, we were issuing out canoes because we had, uh, I think we had an inch of rain overnight. So the golf course obviously is, is playing wet. Um, you know, there's some, some pockets of, of rain activity over the next uh, couple or three days, but I don't, I don't think anything too terribly serious. But, you know, as I'm looking at the forecast, we we're not even going to get into the 90s before the end of the week. I think that I think that'll break a record. No doubt about it. We've we've had some hot ones uh, for the Wichita Open for sure, uh, and we've had some windy ones. And this one doesn't look like it's going to be either, uh, which means we're going to have uh, big time low scores again. And uh, what? Are we thinking uh, in the neighborhood of 20 under, as as is kind of the norm for the Wichita Open? You know, that that's what I predicted last year, and Norman Chong must have heard my prediction, and he actually came to the 72nd hole at 28 under par, and he Bob Lutz double bogeyed the 18th to finish at 26 under, which was still <laughs> not only a, it was a Wichita Open record, for 72 holes, but it was finished second all time on the Corn Ferry Tour dating back to 1990. I mean, I don't know what golf course he played. He ended up winning by four. Um, just broke every scoring record, literally, that we've we've had. Um, I don't know if it'll go that deep, Bob and Jeff, but um, if it stays as benign as it, as it is right now, and they don't expect a whole lot of wind this week, um, yeah, these guys will shoot at least 20 under. So I asked uh, Dusty a similar question yesterday. Obviously, it goes on at the same time as the U.S. Open. Do you like that? Because a lot of eyes are on golf uh, for the week, even though Los Angeles and Wichita aren't necessarily the same thing. But uh, is that is that good for the Wichita Open? I know most of the uh, top players are here. It's a good field. Uh, so maybe that doesn't affect things so much. Well, it's it, you know, not that anybody cares. It's not good for my four kids because they don't get to see me. But <laughs> that aside, it's actually good for the tournament because um, just because you're a PGA Tour member doesn't mean you're exempt into the U.S. Open unless you are top 50 in the world and a couple other uh, qualifications. Uh, some of these, you know, good, solid PGA Tour guys have to qualify for the U.S. Open, and if they don't, they still want a place to play, and so here's where they come. So we have actually six 
players that have won on the PGA Tour, which amasses, I think, about 10 or 12 victories. So we've got a good field from that perspective. We've got 16 of the top 20 point earners um, here this week. And so, you know, they all like coming to Wichita. Uh, it's, it's a great golf course. Uh, we've been tournament of the year a couple of times on the Corn Ferry Tour. So somebody must think we're doing something right. The players like coming here. And, uh, um, you know, by the end of the week, we're probably going to have 55,000 fans viewing, you know, some of the most spectacular golf in the world. Jay Delling, our guest uh, from the Wichita Open. Uh, so who are some of the players uh, to watch if you're if you're headed out to Crestview and you want to uh, you want to follow a group, uh, what would be your suggestion? Well, you know, if you had asked me that, you know, three or four years ago, I would be going down the points list. But um, with this new PGA um, University uh, point list, all these great college kids earn points as seniors. And uh, the top 10 get some exemptions on the Corn Ferry Tour. And so two weeks ago, these college kids are vying for, you know, the national championship, which Florida won. And their top player, uh, Fred Biondi, is in the the field. He finished uh, in the top 15 last week at the BMW. Um, Actually, amazingly so, Kid from Illinois, who again two weeks, two or three weeks ago, was vying for a college title, won his first professional event last week at the BMW. His name is Adrian Dumont uh, Deschassart. Now pronounce that name. Kennedy and I are going to have to pronounce that name all four days. I have a feeling, so I'm, <laughs> I'm practicing my pronunciation. Anyway, he again two weeks ago he's a college golfer. And he wins on the Corn Ferry Tour in his pro debut. So I look at these college kids. I mean, all you've got to do is look at, you know, for example, Colin Morikawa, right? One of the best players in the world. Even as an amateur between his freshman and sophomore years, he, he lost in a playoff here in 2016. So these young players coming out of college – um, are are just amazing. Pearson Cootie, who's the grandson of Charles Cootie, who won the 1971 Masters, uh, he's in the field. He's number seven on the point list. Um, he's already won twice on this tour since he's turned professional a year ago. Um, so if I'm a fan, I'm going to come out here, I'm going to grab the T-sheet, and I'm going to look for these new players out of college because they play a game, Bob and Jeff, that's so aggressive. I mean, there's not, there's not pins that they're afraid of. They just, they, they, they just have this mindset of going for every pin. They've got every shot in the book. Uh, people ask me all the time, what's the difference between a corn Ferry tour player and a PGA tour player? A, it's just a little bit of experience and B it's usually about putting. I mean, these guys have all the shots it's just a matter of getting a little and, bit of experience and being being able to putt. And before we uh, let you go, uh, tell us about the local players. We know Cooper Schultz is in this field, and uh, he'll have a big uh, following as well. Oh, we will. I just talked to his dad, Matt, and he told me, he said, I have never seen this kid more confident. Um, 
he, he thinks he's going to go out and shoot four sixty sixes, And I love that. Um, so in addition to uh, Cooper, who's still in college at K-State, um, out of Monday qualifying, uh, Dodge Kimmer. You might remember that name. He was a, uh-huh. he was a great uh, junior player, um, was a great player at the University of Stanford, and uh, has been you know playing the, the mini tours and, and some on this tour off and on over the years. So, yeah, some, some great lo- local flavor. So they're going to bring out some fans. And so we can't wait to get this thing started at 6.55 tomorrow morning. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, we, we always like talking to you. We hope uh, we can talk to some of the golfers uh, this uh, Thursday and Friday as well. The tournament, the Wichita Open, of course, starts tomorrow morning, bright and early, out at Crestview Country Club. Uh, we look forward to it, as always. Uh, Jay Delling, the pride of South High School, joining us. Thank you, oh, Jay. I love that. Music to my ears. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Thanks. Uh, all right, there you go. Wichita Open tomorrow and some good local flavor, right? You like that. Beautiful. Uh, I haven't been out there in a while. Me neither. Uh, I was talking to somebody at lunch today that uh, I say that a lot in this. Uh, you have a lot of lunches. Advanced. No, I, I say to people, I haven't done that in a while. Uh, I haven't been there in a while. I haven't. It, it seems to be a recurring theme. I don't know what uh, what's going on, but maybe it's just uh, getting older, right? Yeah. All right, thanks to our guest today, Sarah Lundgren Walkup, who joined us in hour number one, and of course, Jay Delling from the Wichita Open. You can download the Odyssey app, listen to any part of our show. We hope that you'll do that. It'll be yours truly and Jason Duda tomorrow. We hope to see you here as well. Have a good, have a good Wednesday evening, everyone. Later. Powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.